0: Ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. What a nice-looking group
1: of kids. Thank you for waiting so patiently in this line. Uh, who's next? It's me, Santa. Tim Roll's head coach, Tom Thibodeau. Oh, ho, ho, hello, young
0: man. Please, uh, climb up on Santa's lap and tell me what you'd like for Christmas
1: this year. Improvement, attention to detail, better closeouts, consistent effort, and a Red rider BB gun.
0: Oh, well, well, that all sounds nice. <laughs> Let me see here. Oh, wait. It says here that you're on the naughty list, young Tommy. All you'll be getting this year is coal. Aldrich! Welcome to episode 63 of Wolves Cast. The show whose favorite shade of green is Aurora. It's hosted by myself and my brother, I'm Neil. I'm Scott Claus. Coming down your chimneys. That's right, it's that week. Eating your cookies. We are mere days away from the holiday. I'm Christmas. Looking, looking forward to the time
1: off. I got work
0: off for the Oh next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah time to sleep in a little bit. Thank you for joining us today everybody. It's Wolf's Cast. We back, we here, we are um, prepared to do a podcast show for your listening pleasure. Uh we're ready to do it. it is the seasonal the seasonal. I mean this isn't really a holiday episode, but we'll have it, some, it is the holidays and we're recording an episode. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, so we have some uh, some treats and some, some holiday goodies for our 63rd you. 63rd episode. My
1: goodness. What's your favorite kind of Christmas cookie, Neil?
0: Mm, favorite Christmas cookie, I'm going to go with, um, well, something I really like that our family made growing up was, you know, you get you get the, the pretzel, and then you put the Hershey Kiss on it, and then, you, you know, you melt it a little bit and put the M&M right on top. It's not that's like good. a cookie, but it's... No, that's that it's is exactly
1: a that. I mean, that'll be on a Christmas cookie platter. That's, that's a, a delicious
0: Christmas it. treat right there.
1: Yeah. What about you? What do you like? Um, Kind of similarly. I, I like the pretzel sticks that have the frosting on one half of Ooh. them, you know, and maybe some sprinkles on it. That's good stuff.
0: That sounds nice. Hopefully uh, hopefully, you listening at home get all the holiday treats uh, that uh, your heart desires. It's going to be that kind of weekend, that hopefully. kind of long weekend, all the food, all the all the sweets.
1: You get that new Tim Rolls jersey you asked for because uh-huh. it's, it's the brand new jerseys, but they're kind of expensive. So you thought, you know what? i will make a good Christmas
0: hand. Yeah, there you go. I hope you get those jerseys. There you go. I, I still got to get one of those new ones. That's
1: what I'm saying. I put it on my Christmas list. So, there you go. We'll see. Got to get it. Got to get it. Um remember last Christmas when you brought enough Timberwolves jerseys for a whole family I'm to wear? I'm doing it again. I'm in.
0: I'm I, in. I feel... You know, I was thinking about this last night, because, yeah, okay, so the Wolves play on Christmas... Um, coming up here next week and last year for the Christmas Day game I brought I have a, a, a very stupidly large collection of jerseys oh, and right.
1: if you listen to the, some of the episodes when neil was you know. gone we went through every Christmas or every jersey in his closet it's so, incredible
0: uh, so I brought like 10 of them to our family Christmas so everyone could wear one and be festive while the game is going on uh, you know they got pounded in that game kind of a sad game but I'm not gonna let that stop me I'm not that kind I'm not that kind of super- superstitious person where I'm like oh this did work last time like no it was fun
1: quality of competition will be a little different this year yeah exactly we're not playing the Thunder during MVP Russ's you know breakout season it's all, all about the season. photo
0: op but, the, but the, the picture that we're gonna get of everyone wearing the jerseys from across Wolves history
1: it was it was a good photo op last year <laughs> we take so few family photos together it's fun to have one where we're all in Timberwolves jerseys
0: that's right um, okay this week on the show, everybody. We have full court press. We're going to talk a little bit about Andrew Wiggins' uh, lack of development um, and a few other things. Uh, we have a sponsor. We're gonna we're going to um, predict some things. We're gonna look back at 2017 and see how um, bad our predictions were all season. Uh, we have weekly wolfies. We have a game. Um, and yeah, that's gonna be our show for today.
1: Shouts to Canis Hoopis. Thanks oh, for yeah. having us on the network. We love being at your website. Hopefully, you're listening through Canis Hoopis. If you yeah. are, subscribe to the podcast. Get it delivered to you. Why yeah. work? Yeah. You know? for,
0: for those of you who are longtime listeners, our show is now. Um, up on Canis Hoopus. We are part of the team over there. It is a lovely Timberwolves SB Nation blog. So go check it out over there. If you don't know anything about Canis Hoopus, um, you should.
1: You could check out, if you're listening to this and you're like, why would I go to the website just to see the same post about the podcast? Well, we put up a post this Ooh, week.
0: We posted something that was not just this show.
1: We, we styled and designed a few uh, city jerseys. We uh-huh. you know the city jerseys have been leaked. You know, the and, gray. And Wolves is kind of a plain gray, and we thought, hey, we could do better than that. So we we made seven of our own. So go check that out. There's some good ones.
0: Yeah, and also um this week on Canusopus, um, another post we really liked is our editor, Eric and Madison, um, had a nice post um, about Tom Thibodeau, um, called it uh, Tom Thibodeau a critical review, kind of looking at um, you know, his first year and a half with the team and you know what? Um, you know, you know what sort of things are, are is he living up to, and where is he falling short? I guess in his time uh, here in Minnesota, that's really good. So that's
1: review r e v i e w. I'll be posting Tom Thibodeau a critical review r e v u e. It's like a song like, and dance. Like, yeah, show it's like a show where he's critical though. He's being critical <laughs> of people, but it's like a song and dance show, the vaudevillian act.
0: Yeah, it's it's very important to get to get a very well rounded uh, Tom Thibodeau review um, on the website. Um, okay, cool. Let's quickly talk about this week. The Wolves uh, th- went three and one uh, since our last show I'll with uh, wins over Sacramento, Portland, and Denver, and a lone loss um, last weekend against Phoenix while we were in the green jerseys.
1: We sure didn't make a statement in that game.
0: Oh, yeah. Scott just watched that game today. Like watched it back and. We were just talking about how you know it was a it was very valiant of him to go through that to watch that game. It's kind of ugly in all in all in all ways. Yeah. So, but you went through it anyway. It he- was
1: nice knowing when I watched the game that. Butler would be healthy enough to lead us to victory <laughs> against Portland and Denver there you go yeah so worried about his back yeah it was a little easier to take the you know take the bitter pill of losing once you know who are gonna win the next two
0: yeah um but yeah I think you know yeah those the last the previous two games before this recording uh the Denver in Denver and uh, home against Portland I think it's safe to say the wolves stole those games uh, they were down double digits I think in 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 the second half I think in both those games they were they were down and they were out and Things didn't look great, but sure enough, uh, Jimmy Butler doing his thing at the end of these games. Him Jimmy Jordan because he looked like Michael Jordan tonight. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Jimmy Cold Blooded Butler. He was all those things. He's been incredible. He is as advertised at this point, and. Man, the last two games are perfect examples of that.
1: <laughs> it's sure nice to see us, you know, being the team that flips the script for once and we come back from hey, a double digit deficit go. to win it at the end of the fourth. Yeah, it never happens. You never know, happens. everyone complains, "Oh, we're always doing that." Well, now we're going to see what it feels like to be like, "Oh, this game's done," and then excitedly watch as we come back and steal it at the end. Yeah. I also love watching us beat uh that kid, uh Collins, Zach Collins, that he plays yeah. for Portland, number ten pick, I believe. Yeah, from uh Gonzaga. Known for uh goaltending during the NCAA tournament <laughs> against my alma mater Northwestern, blatantly goaltending and not Ooh, having to call so I was definitely happy to see him struggling. <laughs> yeah. Um He's my enemy. But yeah,
0: overall a very good week um for the Wolves as far as uh wins go. You know, it wasn't wasn't pretty all those moments, but I think that's kind of what we're learning this season, what um, we, in a way we, we talked about it early on in, in the season, maybe in the pre- season preview is that we never thought this was going to be a beautiful offense or like a, uh, you know, a very, a really super fun to watch team, um, you know, and, and things like that. They've I'm lived up fun. to it. I mean, the, I'm having fun. Well, the offense is good too. I mean, they're a top five offense, but it's because they get free throws and they get put backs and there's other things that, uh, you know, it's a lot of ISO ball. It's not the, you know, the Spurs move it all the way around, uh, you know, type of thing, but, you know, it's, yeah, hey, they're winning
1: games, so that's ultimately all that matters. And, you know, even more than that, it sure is nice that we are 6-1 and one in our division right Yo. now. We've only lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder once. Crazy. Beat them twice. We've now, you know, we're undefeated against the Jazz in Denver and Portland. That's
0: big. So we're taking that's care big. of business. At the end know? of the season for tiebreakers, I mean, it looks like... You might get all five teams in our division into the playoffs if the Jazz can hang on. At least you're going to have four, it looks like. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all these tiebreakers are going to be huge.
1: That's what you just got to remind yourself. Yeah, it stinks to lose to the Suns, but it's better to lose to the Suns than to lose in your division.
0: Yeah. Well, I like it. Um, cool. Should we jump into full court press? You ready for that? Let's do it. Here we go.
1: Here's the tip.
0: All right. First up, we are talking about Wiggins, Andrew Wiggins development uh this is a hot topic here in december he's had a rough month i think overall it's i mean been an
1: ugly month yeah it's been a bad month especially
0: at this point. the last couple of weeks especially kind of the last four five six games but overall, I think you can kind of point to the whole month as, as being a problem area for Andrew Wiggins in and his growth.
1: He had but, a good game against Sacramento, yeah. but basically that's the only good game he's had lately. He's been in a deep shooting slump Ooh. that he is trying to gun his way out of. Oh, boy. And I think it reached the its worst point when uh, people were openly uh, booing him in the third quarter when he was taking shots against Portland.
0: Yeah, I mean, just so many long shots. So many... Um, you know, so many, you know, long twos, some pull up twos, you know, off the dribble, not catch and shoot style, which are a little more acceptable. Just so, you know, those are troubling to watch, you know, so it's, it's been hard to see.
1: Would I rather see Andrew Wiggins start getting to the rim instead of taking long shots? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Am I happy that he's the kind of guy who's going to not get discouraged though and know that he's just got to keep shooting and not get in his own head and get psyched out? Yes. Yes. Am I asking myself questions just so I can talk about topics that I want to talk about? You bet.
0: Yeah, that's that's how we do it here on the show. It's fine. Sometimes you get to ask yourself, tee it up. Yeah, yeah. But so
1: yeah, we all want to see Wiggins dunk and get into the lane. We know, you know, there's so many times too when he misses an easy layup. It seems, and it's just like Jim is always saying, "Why don't you dunk it? Why don't you dunk that?" Yeah,
0: yeah, and you know these are all the, the questions and the things we're talking about now are are really not new for Andrew. Um but that's kind of the point, is it's kind of like, All right, we're you know, we're into your career here. We're we're a few years in, you know, you you get, you, you sign the extension, uh your max money is starting to come in next year. Um, it's time to time to start showing what you're worth here, even though he's still 22 years old. I mean, I guess that's what defenders would point to. I mean, that's what Tom Thibodeau has been pointing to is, you know, don't rush him. You know, people want him to be everything right now, but he's only 22. Players, you know, hit their peak when they're 26, 25, 27, right, in that range. So, you know, I think that's maybe the pushback is that he's still super young, but... He's had so many minutes under his belt. He's hardly missed any games. He's been given all the minutes, given all the shots, given all the opportunity. He should be better by now.
1: Well, he's been given a little less this year. Yeah, Uh, this season, yeah. Today's uh, article from Zach Lowe, 10 Things I Do and Don't Like, which... I always read cuz it always seems like the Wolves find their way into one of those items. <laughs> Wiggins poor shooting lately. It was one of the items and he talked about okay. how he's seen like uh, half the touches he saw last year. He's yeah. seen way like half the number of touches where he's initiating in a pick and roll and it's just saying how his looks are now becoming more of a finisher than starter. Mm. And so no more point Wiggins. No more point Wiggins Except for at the under like. quarters. Yes, he likes to do that. <laughs> and so it, uh, it sure is, some of it is just him getting used to his new shot profile. And I'm I'm still confident things are gonna work out. I'm happy that his poor shooting didn't lose us some games this week that, you know, looked like they could have, like Portland and Denver. Yeah. But uh yeah, I have confidence that he'll figure it out, but man, is it tough to watch, you know?
0: Yeah, and the other thing that's nice and the other thing that you, you can hang your hat on is that he is getting better defensively. Slowly but surely, he's getting better. He's better off ball now. Uh, He had some good deflections um, the other night in Denver. Um, You know, he's 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 a fine on ball defender. So I don't think he's any longer a minus um, there. So I think you see improvement there. Problem is, all his offensive stats this year are way down.
1: Well, Um, I'm glad though that his playmaking has been he's at the best playmaking. He's passing more than he ever has before, and I think that he's just. You know, I saw it more a couple weeks ago. I thought his playmaking was really increasing throughout every week of the season. And I don't notice it as much, but still, I was just watching the Suns game, and he had a great double team, and he found the cutting towns. And so, you know, he didn't try to go over it. So I think that his playmaking is getting better. He's getting better court vision, maybe a better basketball intelligence for those kind of plays, which is nice.
0: And I think what you brought up about him fitting into the offense is true. I mean, we're still working on that. Even though we're 30 30 games into the season – um, you know, he's still trying to find his way. And I think our fears were well founded. And it's proving out now that him and Butler together, you know, it's not a bad fit, but it's just a little redundant, you know, and you want to separate them if possible. I mean, you hope, you know, they have been doing it, obviously, with Tibbs' short bench. You know, it's usually Wiggins or Butler's in there, um, you know, with Crawford and, and, and now um, George's Hunt. But, um, you know, it, it's better when they're not together in some ways. He has a little bit more space to operate. He can do more of his quote-unquote normal things um, or whatever. So, you know, that's something that I think he can still improve on. And I think I'm with you that I think he will improve. Cutting off the ball, getting in there for offensive tap backs, um, you know, uh, posting up a little bit more. He gets a lot of smaller guys on him. He had CJ McCollum on him the other night, stuff like that.
1: Oh, man. And he really took care of Yogi Farrell yeah. back last time we played
0: Dallas. Sure. So. Stuff like that. Those are areas, instead of being the guy with the ball in your hands at the top of the key, there's other areas he can really exert his will in the game uh, in addition to defense. So there's other areas there where he can he can get there. But, yeah, he's in, a, he's in something of a stretch right now shooting-wise. And the free throws are a crazy thing. I mean, the free throws, we gave him a pass early in the season, said, hey, this happened last year too. First couple of weeks, you know, he's going to get out of this. Well, he hasn't. Sixty-seven percent free and all throw shooting. All
1: of his other shooting has sunk. We thought his free throw shooting would rise to the level yeah. of his other shooting, and now it's the opposite. His other shooting has sunk to the level of his free throw shooting.
0: I mean, he's one of the worst free throw shooters in the league for guys who, especially for guys who, I did I ran the stats the other night of, you know, if, if you, of guys in the league who have shot a minimum of like fifty free throws total right. or whatever, like of guys who get to the line uh, more than a couple times a game. He's one of the worst free throw shooters in the league. I mean, he's in the bottom ten. You know, down there with like Drummond. Yeah. Like Drummond is better than him right now and stuff. So, it's bad. I mean, that is one of the scarier parts right now because that is what they say is a you know harbinger of of what you know your overall shooting percentage should be. That's why right. people have hope for Ricky. They would say all the time is, well, "Oh, if your free throw shooting it looks okay, then you're probably a good shooter." But right now, it's not for Wig.
1: Is his trainer Drew Hanlon? That's right. I I feel like I've been thinking, like, we need Drew to come to town and just have a few (laughs) sessions with him because I'm sure there's just something off in his shop mechanics right now. Yeah, it might be. He's getting way too many open looks and good looks that he normally makes. So I feel like maybe he just needs to, you know, spend a, a little bit of time with Coach because there has been times in the past when Drew Hamlin comes to town, yeah. wh- he fixes something and Wiggins looks good. Yeah, after he's not
0: that. off by a lot, you know. He's not airballing them out there. They're yeah. kind of rimming out. It's not it does not look terrible, but they're certainly not going in. They're, right. they're, and they're long attempts. That's the problem too. I'd like to just see him shore that up by getting to the rim a little bit more. Um. Anything cut, else on Wiggins?
1: Well, you know, here's my time to talk about baseball. Oh, let's once a, let's talk really about baseball. Yeah, let's go. You know, it's in always the crack of the back. It's always crazy in baseball because if you have an awesome April and then you're mediocre for the rest of the season, your stats will look pretty good all season. Yep. And if you have a terrible first month and then you're an MVP for the rest of the season, your stats are going to look bad for most of the season. Mm. And that's what Wiggins is getting himself into the area where no matter how he shoots for the rest of the season, this slump he's in will make sure that even if he shoots 60% for the rest of the season, he may end the season at like 48% from the field or something. So it's going to be one of those things where we just have to watch his progress month by month and be like, since January first, Andrew Wiggins has been shooting this way because yeah. at this point he's already totaled his numbers for the season. I mean, yeah. he, he totaled in like the way you total a car; like <laughs> he has already like yeah. destroyed any chance he has of having good looking percentages at the end of the season. So the national media that doesn't pay attention to monthly splits or anything like that are just going to see Wiggins as a disappointment, regardless at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, let's hope. Uh, let's hope the new year is kind. That's uh, a young wig. Maybe he had uh, a New Year's resolution about shooting. <laughs> Shout out to
1: Drew Wigs, man. Right. He finally listening.
0: All right. Let's move on um, to uh, the next portion um, here.
1: He's heating up.
0: Time to talk about green jerseys. They have arrived. Aurora green. Aurora green in the house. Uh, the Wolves uh, wore their jerseys last week for the first time this year. The much hyped, the much ballyhooed, the much uh, feared, I would say. <laughs> People are scared of these things. Uh, the green statement edition jerseys uh jim
1: pete was saying the players were a little had some trepidation about uh-huh. how they felt but the sun's players were on board them. yeah you know, the, suns the players opposition players liked, them liked them because they didn't have to wear them but yeah. You know, <laughs> you
0: know. but yeah um overall thoughts what did you think of the jerseys on the players on the courts you know you didn't see them in person but on tv how they how'd they look to you
1: Uh, I think they probably look better in person on TV. I just think the white balance or the color, Mm. it made them look a little dulled. They weren't as bright as they seemed in person. Mm. So I bet they'd look a lot brighter in person because they, they looked a little muted on the TV a little bit. So they weren't as flashy as I thought. What I'm worried about, I mean, we had a stinker of a game against the Suns. Right. Bad game. Yeah. And they turned the ball over 19 times in the first half, and we lost that game.
0: Yeah. Are you, like, thinking ahead, like, thinking they're going to become the new Muskies?
1: That's exactly what I'm thinking.
0: I mean, (laughs)
1: everyone, if if you weren't around, you know... 2012? 2011?
0: What it was, year was, it was it?
1: Ricky's first season. Okay. So, yeah. that doesn't good. help me. I think it's 2012. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it was – well, this is us arguing about years. Regardless, Ricky's yeah. first season, we had uh, – they. I, I thought it was cool the league had alternate jerseys that were based on ABA designs. Yeah, it was awesome. And, uh, the Wolves have a hilarious one. <laughs> yeah, the muskies, which <laughs> the is muskies a hilarious a great – Uh, They weren't very stylistically daring or anything, so they weren't even that cool of a jersey, but it it was ruined for us because Mm. not only did we lose like every single game we played in that Muskie's jersey, but Ricky tore his ACL while wearing it. And so I would berate anyone I saw wearing a Muskies jersey. I'd be like, "You, do, you can't wear that." Ricky Torres ACL in that jersey. They were it cursed. Ru- it ru- yeah, it cursed the jerseys. And so I don't want that to happen. You know, it's it stinks that we're zero one right now in those green jerseys. Yeah. Hopefully, the next few statement games we can make a positive statement instead of a negative one. True, true. But I'm true. worried that if we uh, we lose all of our statement games, then these green jerseys are going to be associated with puke green, like the emoji. That's sick. You yeah, know? That's the
0: scary part of only having this jersey wear a couple times a year. I mean, we know how many times. Are going to wear it at home? I think like six times. I wonder how many times away from home they'll wear it. But if you only have the jerseys in limited time, the fans know. The right. fans know the record of, of how many wins and losses. You're gonna like, No, it. not these. Yep. So yes, I think they're in, they're already in danger of that. Especially with Jimmy, you know, kind of getting hurt, you know, in those. Yeah, like, and they it, thought, it, yeah,
1: exactly. Jimmy hurts his <laughs> back in those jerseys. We lose to a bad team in those jerseys. They probably scheduled the Suns game. We're like, this is going to be great. Yeah, slam dunk. You yeah, know. slide over them. Yep, and no, not so much. So. Hopefully, the next few Jersey games will have a more positive outcome because I just don't want to associate this negativity with the green jerseys. Yeah,
0: I didn't mind them though. They look—I think they look definitely better on the players. You know, much like the blue and white jerseys, same thing. Like they just look good once you see them out there on the court, on the guys. Um, so I didn't mind them, and yeah, I think they're they're going to sell great, but you, you have a great point. That the, the team needs to actually win some games right. in these jerseys to get some, some good mojo going yep. when they're wearing them, to get the good thoughts flowing in people's brains of like, oh yeah, those green jerseys, that's they win in those jerseys, right?
1: Yep. and it, it happens with the players too. Sometimes the players get on a winning streak with True. one particular jersey, and then you see them wear their road kits at home because like <laughs> uh, we're winning in this jersey. So players get superstitious about it too. So if the players think that the green jerseys mean they're going to play poorly, it's going to be a self fulfilling prophecy.
0: All right, we got one more section here in full court press. Let's do it.
1: He's on fire!
0: Time to talk about uh, Marcus George's hunt. He is in the rotation. Uh, We did a show last week During a Wolves game, during the Kings game, um, and you know we led with the idea of
1: like Tibbs playing eight guys—it's not sustainable. How can this be? A Heavy topic of discussion, not only on our podcast but around the whole NBA, NBA sphere of media. Huge, everyone was commenting on
0: it. And then as we were recording the game, we go to watch it later, and we see, sure enough, here's Marcus Georges-Hunt hasn't really played a minute this season, and he's getting you know legit minutes within the you know the game hangs in the balance, and he's in. Type of stuff. So I liked how Tibbs pulled that on us. He listened you to know, us. He listened to us. Uh, but yeah, suddenly there's there's a new member of the rotation. And I would say so far it's working out, right? Oh, so, far, so far so good.
1: I'm glad because we've talked about him a few times before. And I mm. didn't know how to pronounce his name. And I guessed on Marcus Georges Hunt. OK. Instead of so like Georgies or like. Yeah. Or like, you know, if it was French. And, you know, right. I really yeah. got it. At Georges. Pronunciation. Yeah. So <laughs> I was hoping. I was a shot in the dark. And when I heard Jim Pete say his name that way, I was like, yes. Georges. Nailed it. Gorgeous Georges. Oh, man. <laughs> if he keeps playing that way, I mean, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's fun to see. Um, I want to see these D-League guys get an opportunity, both him and Anthony Brown. You know, I'd like yeah. to see them get their chance. And I think that he's largely been very good in the minutes he's played. He doesn't have to be a great player. He's no. just got to, as Jim Pete says, give us five minutes. Just give us, like, five decent minutes. Just where, give Jimmy a blow. Right, exactly. And he's been doing that. He's been playing decent in defense, you know. Had a few – caused a few turnovers, you know, and – I've seen him, you know, score. Seems like a good guy.
0: Yeah, like you said, he just needs to fill in. He just needs to be replacement level. He just needs to hold the tide or stem the tide when he's out there. And, yeah, I think you're right in pointing out his defense. That has been what I've been most impressed with as well, Um, his ability to get through picks. Um, to either switch or stay with his man. It seems like he can do either in a lot of situations. He's kind of uh, he's got good size to him, um, good quickness and everything. So especially on the defensive end to not be terrible when they go away from the the starters is, is huge. Um, he's hit a couple threes, you know, he's been able to take the ball off the dribble, get to the hoop a little bit, you know, nothing amazing, but it is notable. It's just notable that he's been out there because it is a different kind of look than, you know, Tibbs had for a couple weeks there. Um, do you think he will continue to play when Bielitza comes back? If Bealiza comes back ever, because maybe he'll Seriously. just never be back.
1: I mean, that, that that might be the case. I mean, we talked about you know when he went out, they asked his foot doctor from the, did the What's season on? surgery about it, and so yeah, he's got real okay, feet so issues. So if
0: Bielitsa comes back, will do you think he like has the Shabazz minutes right now, and yeah. he's just like no, and he'll I stay think,
1: with that? Yeah, I think there'll still be minutes he's playing himself, no. unless Thibodeau is cheap. And, oh, because. Right now, only $275,000 of his $1.3 million salary is guaranteed. But all NBA contracts become fully guaranteed on January 10th. It's about three weeks away. We're going to see if Tom Thibodeau is going to give him a Christmas present or not. Because he could just send him down and be like, I don't want to pay the other, you know million dollars on your salary. Yeah. Which would make a big difference to this guy. So we'll see. I like to think that if he continues playing well, he's going to continue getting, you know, five, eight minutes a game. And that's yep. huge for these that's guys. That's great. You know? That's all they need. And yeah, I don't I, I can't imagine that. I think the only way they would do
0: that is if they had sites of putting shabazz back in the lineup because his, his contract is assumedly or you know guaranteed for the whole season already so i don't know it's only an extra Co- like eight hundred thousand dollars.
1: p-o-b-o president of basketball operations too. yeah
0: yeah really he has an internal conflict uh approaching here you know yeah it's an extra million dollars but that doesn't seem like a lot you know for this season for the wolves even have an extra roster spot and stuff open so yeah. they're not too pinched right now
1: well, better know Marcus Georges Hunt. He's at GTMGH3. I am assuming that stands for Georgia Tech Marcus Georges oh, Hunt. Oh,
0: nice. I didn't four put that years, together here. 4 years 4
1: years at Georgia Tech, majored in science, technology and culture, which is an interesting culture? cover. Yeah. Georgia Join Tech for the culture. Cool majors out there. Uh, is born in 94. So you can feel old, all you all you yeah, people.
0: Yes, you he can.
1: He's age 23, so he's even a little older than our other yeah, guys Yeah, no still. spring chicken out there. He's been uh, in G League a while, right? Yep, he played 45 games for the main Red Claws. Which ah, I love is, their logo. Uh, the Celtics G okay. League team. Yep. Uh, he played... The Heat picked up his contract. He didn't play any games with the Heat. He didn't even play games with the Sioux Falls Sky Force. But they picked up his contract so he could represent the Sioux Falls Sky Force in the G League All-Star game last oh, year. Oh, nice. Played five games for Orlando and... One game for the Iowa Wolves this year, and now he's scratching out some time here with the Wolves. He's here. He's here. He's living up in the big leagues. You know, I'm cheering for him. He definitely seems to be giving us more than Shabazz at this point. Yeah, for sure. Let's let's do it. All right. Anything else on uh, Marcus Scott? Uh, Not at all. All right. Let's keep the show moving. Time to get paid. This isn't a real sponsor, by the way. We looked at our (laughs) analytics. people skip over the sponsor ad they might think that we're like it's me undies or it's you know what is this the, the ticket website ticket yeah seat geek seat geek no nah, this is not
0: this is not real everybody so let me tell you about com- mattresses this is, for com- this is for comedy so if uh
1: don't do now don't skip no, no 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 wait 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 oh, wait wait oh, wait, oh, wait. No, no no no
0: yeah so uh sponsor time here today our sponsor a lovely sponsor uh, it is a new product um, that we have been um, you know, tasked with promoting to you and it is the Jimmy Buckets Blazin' Blankie Scott, why don't you tell us uh, what this product is well,
1: it's a very relevant time to advertise this a lot of people wondered, is Jimmy Butler a man or a machine? nobody knows what is he eating in his Wheaties in the morning to make them, this guy play the most minutes in the NBA almost every year and still go out there for all those games We thought he couldn't be human, but it turns out what he has is the medically certified advantage of the Jimmy Bucket's blazing blankie. It's a heating pad slash blanket that will keep your muscles loose by heating them up, keep them warm and toasty. You guys saw the game uh, last week
0: against the Suns. Uh, We were just talking about, uh, you know, Jimmy uh, had some back spasms. He had an issue with his back. He was laying down on the ground. I think he heard it from carrying this team on his back. Oh, so much. So so much load, so much usage. But, uh, yeah, he needed some help. And uh, you saw him go back to the locker room. Um, at one point and what do you think he did back there? A blazing blankie bl- break that's right he had to have a break uh, to put that heat pad on to get him back where he needed to be even after that game was Jimmy Butler going to play in the next couple games? Um, I didn't think so I thought it would maybe mean a couple game absence uh, for Buckets but no he was right back two days later playing an NBA game scoring 37 points hitting the game winner and that's all because of the Jimmy Buckets blazing blankie It helps Jimmy Jimmy Butler, a professional athlete, but it can also help you, a non-professional athlete, with all your aches and pains this winter.
1: That's right. His blood is cold. He's got ice in the veins, but Mm. his muscles are nice and toasty. Never so toasty. Keep them loose. Keep them healthy. It's, you know, at your local Target. The Jimmy Butler Certified. Jimmy Buckets Blazing Blanky, everybody. Go on Amazon. Get yours. Get that prime delivery. It'll be there in 2 days.
0: Thank you to the Jimmy Buckets Blazin' Blanky for supporting Wolf's Cast. Up next, time for predict it. We'll predict it. Well, it's been a long year. 2017. Ooh. Lots of bad things happened. A few good things happened. we got Jimmy Butler on our team.
1: Oh, yeah. It's been a good year for the Timberwolves. bad year for the rest of the country. That's right. That's right. But So we thought it would be... Actually, a pretty good year for Marvel movies. Okay. All three of them are hmm. in, my, in my top seven of the Marvel movie rankings that I keep. Dang. So. That's, that's awesome. Very yeah. solid year for Marvel. So there, there's a few good things that happened. We got a good Star Wars as well.
0: Uh, indeed, we did. And um, so we wanted to take this time to look back at um, some of the predictions um, that we had in 2017. Um, I compiled together all of our predictions. Um, from the last uh, 12 months or so. And let me tell you, we are bad at this. Speak for
1: yourself. This is not a strength. I'm Uh, I'm speaking from both of us. I'm shooting like 50% right now. No, no, no. I've got three wrong, three right, and several TBA because I don't tie myself down with hard deadlines (sighs) like any good journalism student. You do not have three right, by the way. What? we got? Zach Levine will get more all-star votes than Andrew Wiggins. Done. Wolves will not make a deal at their deadline. Done. And then also so far I'm right about the No, film. the so
0: far doesn't count. Okay. Now, there's a couple so far's you guys, we're not very good at this, but that's how it goes when when you're taking stabs at future things. You know, we do have a crystal ball, but it is cloudy in there. Okay, we can't see it all very clearly. So yeah, we wanted to talk about some of our some of our favorite. Scotty launched into his two big winners. Scott, but which one are you most proud of? The of one those? I'm most
1: proud of is the one that you said doesn't count. Okay, yet. well it's it's so incomplete. Far, I'm right. It's, it's incomplete. I said the starting front court this year will make more threes than the back court. So far, Tegan Butler have made 76 wiggins gibson and towns have made 91 not even close yeah i
0: mean hey i mean I, i'm you know any any near win or win is is a good thing here but you know it's nice when you have three players in there well gibson's uh, made all of what two, four? Five, five. Yeah, okay yeah. so towns is number one on our team um, and I'm confident Wiggins is getting
1: them to start falling again right now. So yeah, Towns has, that's the only thing that could hurt me is if Wiggins doesn't find his stroke.
0: Towns has the most of forty six, Teague has second most of forty one, Wig is third with fortieth. I think Wig is taking far more than anybody else, so
1: that's interesting. Yeah. I thought Jamal would be up there too.
0: Not enough minutes, not enough shots, yeah. I guess. Well he's for changing Jamal. that with the way he's
1: been playing this past week. Yeah. Forcing in his way into the lineup. <laughs> You played a big role in both of our wins against Portland and Denver, yeah uh, um, you did some of those buckets. as far as
0: I go um, the basically the only one that I got right was at the very end of last season um, I predicted um, I predicted that uh, half of the of the team would uh, not return uh, you know of last year 's season uh, would not return, and sure enough, um, only seven of the fifteen players from last year 's roster are on this year 's team uh so yeah that was the only one i got right uh the rest were, were pretty bad um i predicted that the wolves win more than fi- 35 games i think i predicted that in like february of last no, year that was or something. last year's prediction last year looks like we're gonna know. get this year oh yeah we're gonna get way over that this year um i predicted that uh, towns would be named to the all-star game as an injury replacement he was not uh oh. they added the mellow i believe i was just looking at all-star stuff today love um, couldn't play. That was Eastern Conference. So I'm not sure. I don't know, was there anyone injured in the West last year? I don't know if there was. You know, I don't think there was an opportunity for him to get to get added. Um, you know, so yeah, we have some predictions that are outstanding right now. You know, the, like you said, the you know the fact that uh, you know you predicted that you know the front court would hit more threes uh, than the back courts. You know, I predicted that Wiggins would lead the team and, and made three pointers uh, this season. And like I said, he's third so far.
1: I'm still waiting for a player or coach to be thrown out of a game. Injected. Oh.
0: You know, I've had some texts recently. Got some texts. Got some texts. I was getting
1: excited, but nothing close to an injection. Not though. yet. It's going to have to be flagrant,
0: Scott. Um, my, I'm trying to think like what my favorite prediction of yours is um, uh, from last year. You know, I think. Uh, there's some there's some there's some ridiculous ones. You know, yeah, I like I do like the ejected one. That one still that one still stands. I mm-hmm. like that you predicted that the last year that the Wolves will have an all-star who is not Carl Anthony Towns. Like it's just it's yeah, I mean, I guess Wiggins had a decent year last year, yeah. but there's just there's no one. There's well, absolutely no one.
1: If you rolled it over, I'm pretty sure I'd be right this year. Yeah, I might have two. Get uh, that Jimmy Butler and look, we'll see if Towns makes it. Uh, I mean, look right, look right now. I have 2 I'm hoping so. <laughs>
0: We'll but, talk All Star in a couple weeks. Yes. Not that quite. Yeah. I was made a
1: prediction about All Star. I was like, nah, it's too early.
0: It's too early. Voting just started today.
1: Hey, vote. I heard there's going to be double days where all your votes count double. Oh uh, yeah. It's like a freemium game. The NBA should make a freemium game where you can get all star
0: vote. You can especially. vote with your Amazon uh, Alexa. Um uh, you know don't so do that. That's a dark. Do it. It's in the room too. you have got to be careful. Can't yeah, careful you, what you say. You, oh, you I literally guess. just woke it I, up. It's I'm now lit, lit up. On I am going to bleep that out have you listened to podcasts where they say that you gotta bleep it out because it will trigger people's stuff
1: oh really i mean yeah yeah,
0: this isn't a tech show but you know just saying that will trigger it so you gotta i might bleep
1: it we'll see listen don't have a speaker that listens to everything you say in your house that's how the the feds watch might not be good um just lit up again and heard the feds are watching you
0: (laughs) there's smoke gas coming out what's (laughs) going on um, all right, new predictions. Let's just new predictions. Uh, let's drop some 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 uh, some things for the next uh, couple of weeks. Some things to potentially well, watch. On
1: old predictions, let's just oh. go on our win total. Just to remind. Oh people. yeah, the win total for this year. I thought the Wolves would have a respectable forty-two wins. Uh huh. Which would be like a 10, 11 win improvement over last season.
0: And I predicted forty-seven. Pretty pretty brazen of me, but that's what they're on pace for on right pace now. For forty-seven,
1: so. and everyone's acting like it's a big disappointing season. Sky's falling. Sky's you know. falling.
0: They're on pace for 47 dang wins. That's,
1: that's a lot. Very decent. So hopefully they'll keep that up. We'll keep you updated on that prediction throughout the season.
0: Scott, speaking of win totals, why don't you give us your prediction uh, for, for uh, right now, a new prediction.
1: All right. We've got two weeks. Yeah. You know we do this podcast every week. Yeah. We're going to talk to you next week. And then two weeks from now, I'm guaranteeing that the Wolves will go 6-1 and one over these next two weeks. Ooh. Have a relatively easy schedule. All right. I figure the one loss I gave them, we have a head to head, back to back game. We're at home against Denver, and then the next night we Ooh. go to Milwaukee. Ooh. So that's the only one I'm, I'm saying is going to be a loss. It's a schedule loss, back to back, where you're on the road Yeah. In the second game in the back to back. Bucks are a good team. But I think we're going to take care of business for the other six games. Wow, so that'd be huge. We got seven games in the next two weeks. We're going to go six and one, which leaves our record at 25 and 14. 25 and 14 next time we talk, or two weeks from now, Neil.
0: Wow. That'd be wild. I would love to see that, for shout. Sure. Um, okay, cool. My prediction, um, the Timberwolves will be in the top 20 in defensive rating by the end of January. It's going to take some time to get there, but I was looking at the defensive rating sort of breakdown um, for the team and, and just uh, to for clarify, the rest of the league.
1: just yeah. clarify, you're not saying that we're going to be in the month of January in the top 20. No, you're overall, saying overall. Overall.
0: Overall for the season, they will have risen to at least 20th place. They're at 25th right now. Um, So that means we're
1: probably going to have to perform at like a 15th best defense or better over the next.
0: Yeah, they need to be a lot better. I think they're getting there. I see glimmers, especially in the half court. They are pretty solid in the half court. They still have so many problems. Of letting guys leak out, of but even rebounds that, compar- turning into compared layups compared to last month. Even yeah. the transition
1: has been shoring up a lot. Yeah. Closeouts are getting better as well. I've noticed. Yeah,
0: last thing that needs to happen is guys need to stop complaining about fouls. I mean, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, and it goes deeper. But even if you are someone who who is, you know, who is the type of person who gets angry at the referees, you just. It's fine to 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 have you know uh, uh, to be upset with the refs to have difference of opinions, but when you let it um, affect the uh, uh, you know your transition defense when you complaining is the direct result of someone getting a three on five or a four on five layup or something, it's a huge problem. You just can't hemorrhage points because you're complaining. It's not going to get you anywhere.
1: Cat is the worst at this. He's (sighs) he's the worst at it since Kevin Love basically. Yeah, and it's just so unflattering. It's such a bad look. I hope Jimmy continues. Used to get on his case about that because mm. you know no one likes a baby. Remember how much we hated those Clippers teams where every oh, member yeah. of that team was a baby. He's We're Blake just Griffin like, right now. Yeah, exactly. And Doc Rivers combined. You yeah. know, baby on baby. Yeah. So, uh cat, knock it off. That's unflattering. I know that you're doing it because you don't want to run back. I hate running too. I get it. I <laughs> we hate get running. It, we get it. We're there with you. But that's why I choose not to run back on offense, not defense, because <laughs> I'm not going to let my man score on me. Sorry, man. You're a pro
0: NBA player. You can't. You can't be doing that can't can't let that happen so yes let's uh let's hope for a better defensive effort over the next 6 weeks or so i think the wolves can rise in the standings um that way i think these two things are both of our predictions go hand in hand
1: i think you know right now we're at a top five offense 25th yep. defense yep net rating be, of
0: like 4.5 which is like good for 11th in the league so by net rating with 11th best team in the league that's awesome
1: i think our predictions are going to help each other out because yeah. if we play at like a like you said to get up to 20 you're going to have to be like the 15th best defense yep. for a month yep if we do that and keep being a top five offense then we're probably gonna go six and one in these next two weeks Yes, indeed. Let's do it. Let's do that. Okay, uh, time to get to weekly
0: Wolfies. Now presenting your weekly Wolfie. Oh, oh yeah! Wolfie's in the house. Prestigious award. So many awards. Very um, people want this award. Some people don't want this award, if if we give it to you for a negative thing. You don't know.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a different award that you get in the mail. One right. is a happy wolf, and one is a very angry wolf.
0: Yeah, it's an angry wolf that uh, smells really funky. You open the box, and you're like, ugh, where's this thing
1: been? Ugh. Actual wolf urine that we soaked in. <laughs> That's right. It's pungent. Mm, ugh. And also, if you put it in your backyard, you'll get bears. Yeah.
0: Be very careful if you get the negative wolfie. Um, I'll start us out. It's a positive wolfie. It's a good thing. This is uh shout outs. Um, I know we are part of Canis Hoopus, but uh, I got a couple other Wolves websites slash writers to shout out here. We we all love each other. It's all good. We respect this sphere. It's fine. It's it's Minnesota out here. You know what I mean? We're nice to each other. Except
1: Punch Drunk Wolves. You can go to hell. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing.
0: No, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, actually. Punch Drunk Wolves. Love them. They are consistently great. I just wanted to pick on someone. All right. My Wolfie goes to uh, the, the Justin Patton coverage. That I've been seeing uh, recently, Um, you know, uh, more specifically from uh, Lucas Seehoffer over at uh, Wolf Wolf Among Wolves. He wrote a great piece called uh, "Patton on the Ritz." Uh, How has Justin Patton performed? in iowa and then also another um post from tim falakas over at um zonecoverage.com i don't know what zonecoverage.com is uh oh, but it, it's a site a times, it's yeah. a site and uh he had a post uh entitled film breakdown justin Patton begins his professional career in iowa both these posts will be in our show notes make sure you go check those out both within really your good podcast follows on twitter too tim and yeah. lucas
1: check them both out lucas Gives you a good info on the injury details. Yes. No one Medical. does it better. Yes, he's,
0: uh, I believe, he has a master's in, uh, you know, kinesiology or something like that. So he knows the and human culture. Body. Science, <laughs> technology, and culture. And culture. Um, but yes, both these gentlemen have put together a wonderful post. Justin Patton is back from his foot injury. He has played five, six games. For the G League Iowa Wolves, and uh, they have done the work of watching all those minutes, putting in film clips of certain things that Justin does does well and not so well, offense, defense, moving the ball. Um, you know, what's his body type look like? What kinds of things he's doing out there on the court? So, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, apparently, uh, the Iowa Wolves games are streamed for free on Facebook. So, I guess you can watch them um, if you want to. Um, go check out the schedule. You can definitely watch easily see Iowa Wolves games. I have not gotten to that level should, of dedication. Saying, yeah, we should, you should watch him. me
1: over sometime. We'll yeah, know.
0: let's get in and watch it. Let's watch. Uh, for that. Let's watch uh, Justin Patton and, uh, and the whole Paul, Iowa Wolves. Paul Millsap, brother Elijah's on the team. Uh, who else do we know? Mellow Trimble. A couple yeah. of the guys who were in the Wolves training camp are, are down there. So yeah, they're playing games, and these two gentlemen are are watching and reporting on it, and and really giving some scouting reports. So Justin Patton, he's the guy down there who the Wolves um, look to. You know, he was there foolishly <laughs> given to us in. The Jimmy Butler trade uh, the Chicago Bulls said, "Yeah, you can have our pick too. Go ahead." And we picked Justin Patton. So, uh the Wolves hope to have him back. Still can't um I don't know if he'll be back um this season for the Wolves. Uh we don't know if he'll, he'll you know, how how long he'll stay down there or whatever, but he's definitely a part of the Wolves' future. Um maybe more long-term, but uh if you're a big fan, obviously you're listening to a Timberwolves podcast, you probably want to know about all the guys, even the G League guys. So, Justin Patton. Go check him out. Uh, thank you
1: to Lucas and to Tim for writing those posts. Also, shout out to Justin Patton. Saw him in October at the MOA. Oh, mall yeah. Of America at the Nordstroms. He's in the Prada section. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Straight ball it. So Straight ball it shout out to there. him Spend yeah. some of that rookie now contract De- money. Now he's in Des Moines.
1: I didn't, I didn't bug him. I didn't want to bug him. There's
0: a mall in Des Moines, too. You can, you can check it out down there. There's,
1: they have a Yonkers, I think.
0: That's <laughs> all right. Scott, what's your weekly wolfie this week?
1: I got the angry wolf. Arr, the stinky wolf. You know, I knew this would be a problem. We're pro bandwagon fans here. We say it all the time. Welcome aboard. Welcome. We're making room for you. But there is a code of conduct on the bandwagon. That is don't be jerky fans. Please don't. We knew once you get the, and this is true of any sports team, once you get the fair weather fans showing up that are just liking the team because it's successful, they're not very cultured, they don't have good sports takes, and they act in jerky ways sometimes. Put some respect on my name. Remember that. Exactly. Respect. Counts. And they don't have any of it. Not only were they booing Wiggins in a close game. I understand we were behind to Portland. It was ugly. He was bricking shots left and right. Nobody and likes long twos. Kept bricking them. But we won that game. It wasn't like it was a blowout. It wasn't like the whole team was performing bad. Don't boo Andrew <laughs> Wiggins. Everyone's like, oh, no stars want to stick around Minnesota. Well, maybe don't boo them on their home court. Stars remember that. So, one, don't boo your own team unless they're clearly like giving up or something super bad. Not when they're trying to win a game that they came back and won. Not when there's missing shots. And then I had to see this report that fans were using gay slurs against Damian Lillard. Ugh. Come on, guys, it's Minnesota. It's even worse. Maybe in maybe in Charlotte you can do that kind of stuff. It's probably the same people.
0: You yeah. know I mean they booed in the game and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna keep this a- angry energy
1: going. It's it's just it's nothing that I want to have associated with my favorite team. We gotta be classier. You you don't go through these long playoff droughts without learning perspective. Yeah, so boo on you. If I see you in person, we're gonna throw down. You know, you can catch these fists because I'm not about this. I'm really upset about this. We're we're better than this. We're Timberwolves fans. All right, we have nothing but our pride and respect. We don't have the rings. We don't have all the good times. You know, we can't say look at the scoreboard that often. Right. So we have to have integrity. You gotta have respect. If you if you don't have that, you can get off my bandwagon. There you go, right there, Weekly Wolfies. Don't make me do this. Be nice. Against.
0: Be nice when you're at the arena, you guys. You can uh, you know you can uh, you know cheer for your team, boo the other guys, uh, but not the other way around. And uh, you know, at the end boo of the, the day, refs. Be Lord respectful. Lord knows,
1: I'm the first guy
0: who will land go. to a referee sure, on a first sure, name sure, basis. Sure, sure, yes. But as long, yeah, be, boo the refs, but don't use inappropriate language to the refs. That's that's the thing. Yeah. There are lines out there, guys. If
1: you're if you're using slurs of any type, it just means your insults are not creative enough. Nobody likes uncreative insults. You can okay? do better. You can do better. Yeah. We know it. You want to do something that's gonna make your section laugh because there you're so you clever go. with your insults. Yeah, yeah.
0: Come up with something uh, interesting. Yeah, rather than just dumb.
1: Yeah. Please don't be dumb.
0: All right. Let's so, lighten things up here. Let's finish out this show with a game.
1: See, we're not going to have Banjo Kazooie stuck in our head this week. Yeah, we can go back and forth. That's a good one. It always reminds me of Basketball Jones. All right, Neil, you ready for this game? Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Would you rather play this game or end the podcast (laughs) right now? No, No, I want to play the game. I would rather play this game. Oh, thank you. That's correct. That's how it goes. All right, we got a series of "Would you rather" questions, Neil. Our first question: Would you rather lose to the Lakers on national TV on Christmas Day if it meant that we beat the Nuggets next Wednesday?
0: Uh, so it's just about like who you'd rather lose to, like yes. who you'd rather you had, lose to. If you had to pick one game to
1: lose of those two,
0: nah, I'll take beating the Lakers. We lost last year on Christmas. Uh, obviously, the Nuggets are a higher quality opponent, and um, you want to beat them for potential playoff stuff, um, division opponents. But I'll go with um, I'll go with beating the Lakers. Mm. Oh, I
1: see how this is. There are right and wrongs. See, I thought you and I were just going to give our opinions, but nah. No, that's me giving my opinion is that I don't agree with you. I'm all about the – if you talk to me any other year of my life, I was an anti – divisions mean are meaningless in NBA. I'd be like, who cares about divisions? This year I'm all about those division numbers, baby. Six <laughs> suddenly, and one in the Northwest. Suddenly in the playoffs. Teams in the Northwest, we're going to get that home court advantage just by being the best in our division. <laughs> I hope we have a worse record than one of our division teams, but we want our division so we get that upper playoff seeding. Uh, yeah, all right. Neil, my next question, would you rather listen to the Inside the NBA crew call a Timberwolves game, which they will be doing on Christmas Day, or would you rather stream a game with a terrible internet connection? Ooh. Uh, you know, I, I just...
0: You know, I really value, um, you know, seeing the the fluid action out there. You value me, latency. Let me tell you, I know you've been streaming some games recently, but yeah, I was on the road for for a month, and there were some streaming situations going on. And yeah, when there's stuttery, when you can't tell the number, you can't tell who's out there even. Like, you can't even see who who's who. Like, that's a huge problem. So, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with. I'd rather hear inside the NBA
1: call call the game because I just gotta see the game. I have to see it. I don't need to hear it. But I gotta see it. Oh, thank you. I think that's correct. There's one of my pet peeves in life. There's not many. I have like three really big pet peeves. I'll tell you one on the show today. Okay. And it's poor internet connection. <laughs> like when you're doing when you're doing something on the internet and it's not working and it's just like, ah, it just drives me batty. Meg will attest uh, to this. Uh. I get way too angry when, when stuff isn't streaming correctly. It's just a weird pet peeve of mine. where It's an unreasonable amount of hate I have mm, for you. Yeah. Me. Next question, Neil. Would you rather get... Timberwolves apparel this Christmas, or tickets for a game.
0: You know, I'll take tickets to a game. You know, apparel's cool and everything, but you know, as we talked about, I got hella apparel. You know, That's I got true. all the apparel I ever need. So many jerseys, lots of tees, lots of hats. I got all that stuff. Let me get That's let me true. let me You've see so the much. game live. Let me see
1: it. I'm gonna give it to you, even though my answer is different, because yeah. my reasoning is give me something I won't buy for myself I'm not true. buying clothes for myself you I mean, don't do that gift, very often yes. but if I want to go to a game I'm going to buy those tickets I don't want to you know I like to plan out which games I'm going to I don't want it to be pick random chance who knows seats. if I'm going to be open those nights you know? yeah true true so for you it's like you want the thing that you you know you already buy apparel for yourself and yep. for me I don't buy apparel for myself yeah. so yeah. that makes sense <laughs> alright next question in the first round of the playoffs this year Neil would you rather have home court advantage against the Thunder or not have home court and face the Blazers or the Nuggets?
0: Um, hmm, not have
1: home court Blazers and Nuggets mm.
0: yeah I, wow home court advantage in the playoffs would be a whole other thing and um, man but have to face the Thunder is what you're saying yep uh, you know I'll take the lesser opponent because we still get two home games guaranteed anyway games three and four would be would be uh, would be here in Minneapolis and so I guess I'd rather make the playoffs and win a first-round series this year than have home-court advantage. Is that right? Okay. that's the correct answer. All right, all right. We're, we're you, on the same line. You made length. a good point. The NBA, you get two home games regardless. You get them. It's not like it's the 2 and one that's, If it was a five-game series, in baseball, it's a
1: Sometimes the away team only gets one game in baseball, and if that were the case, I would want more games to attend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you made a good point there, Neil. Yeah. All right, my next question. Would you rather listen to a Jimmy Butler country album or an Andrew Wiggins hip-hop album? Remember that terrible clip of Andrew rapping? I
0: mean, uh, this is this is easy. Butler is, I know, I I, I got even. Th- I'm going to throw out the genres. I don't even care about that. Jimmy Butler would commit to this. He actually cares about this music. He is such. He's more of a goofball. He's more of a lighthearted guy. He would put himself into this record in a very different way. If Wiggins does a rap album, it's going to be bad. It's going to be uh, cliche. It's gonna be you know, it's gonna be all the things you don't like about hip hop. It's gonna be mumbly, you know what I mean? It doesn't speak very well. Yeah. Um so the there's nothing about a Wiggins hip-hop record that sounds good to me other than the fact that he might get Drake to do some songs with him. I have no idea. Drake
1: would definitely <laughs> guest on that album.
0: <laughs> That's true. What about you? What do you think? Am I, I, I think right or wrong? I think that you're way? right on that was one. Mm-hmm. Because a
1: couple weeks ago on the Wives of Wolves cast episode, we played the sound drop of Jimmy singing Taylor Swift songs. Oh, yeah. And he's not a great uh, singer. But at the same time, he's committed to it. You're right. And it takes the courage and the confidence.
0: We can do anything in the studio. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. yeah. Auto-tune that.
1: <laughs> All right, two more questions, Neil. What would his con- oh, what does country music be like? It'd be like you know, it's and people always like I lost my truck, I lost my dog. You'd be like, I played too many minutes. Yeah, you know, yeah, be the, lost yeah, the his, ball. Yeah, his issues are a lot
0: different. Yeah, yeah. my back hurts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be interesting. All
1: right, two more questions, Neil. Would you rather watch Shabazz get ten minutes a night or Anthony Brown get ten minutes a night?
0: Uh give me Anthony Brown. I'm done with Shabazz. I'm done. I'm over it. Um, you know, I guess I I appreciate the fact that he came back here to play uh, for the Wolves for one more season but give me Anthony Brown (laughs) I know what Shabazz is at this point he's not good on either side of the ball give me Anthony Brown show me what he can do I'd rather take a chance on the youngin couldn't have said it better
1: myself I know what I'm getting out of Shabazz and it's not what we need Yes. alright final question would you rather watch a reality TV show about Gorgie farming Gorgie on the farm or a movie review show hosted by Tom Thibodeau
0: oh wow this is really hard um, I'll take the I'll take the movie review show Tom Thibodeau. The fact that we know he enjoys movies, um, you know, I, I would like to see Gorgy oh, owns a hundred acres of farmland in Senegal. In Senegal, yeah, that's who knows what that farming's like. And I don't even I can't even wrap my mind around what kind of farming that is. But Tom Thibodeau, you know, doing movie reviews. I've heard him talk about basketball, and that's it. If he gets asked a question about anything else in life, he moves it into basketball. So I would love to hear him talk at all and see how he speaks about something that's not basketball. So that is very interesting to me. I'm going to go with the movie review show.
1: We've heard him in the post game before. He's always just like saying the same old stuff. We need to get better, Got to close the gap can't do that yeah. and What what would his movie would be like star wars he's like <laughs> the movie was two and a half hours you can't do that it's too long so you think you like gotta, a you lot, gotta lot gotta of the same, rotation. a lot of the same things would be said a lot yeah, of the same I, cliches I think you might fall on that whereas gorgie on the farm sign me up give him a big straw hat and some overalls <laughs> i've in even more gorgie jane teaching people how to farm in his 100 acres in senegal like you I said like playing basketball that's right gorgie <laughs> and you like farming as well and so I just think, like, like you said, you can't even picture what that'd be like. I need to see it, you know, yeah. so that's what I my love pick it. is. But.
0: Good list. Good stuff. Good would-you-rathers. Thank you. If you have any would-you-rathers for us, uh, you can tweet at us. We are on Twitter, at WolvesCast.
1: And we're very opinionated. We're we will re- definitely, oh, we're, yeah. de- we're not going to straddle the line on any of these. We'll give you a solid answer.
0: We will pick one side or the other. That's right. Of that question. For and yeah. if
1: I don't agree with Neil, then I will also respond to you, you know. <laughs> exactly. You might get multiple responses. Yeah, you
0: never know. You never know.
1: All right, well, I want to thank everybody for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sticking around to the end.
0: We've reached the end.
1: Usually I plug trivia. Don't turn off the show. We're Not, not quite yet.
0: We're not quite there.
1: Usually I plug trivia at Darby's at this point, but we're not having trivia this week because okay. it's uh, the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. When will you be back? Uh, we'll be back January 2nd. All right, we'll and, head over there uh, then. A lot of teams are drawing that tree up next to their name. I can tell multiple teams are listening to the podcast now. So thank you. I appreciate that, all of you.
0: Yeah, we'll be back uh, next week with another show. Uh, the Wolves are on the road. They'll be uh, playing some uh, away games, there's playing only, Christmas. I, I think there's
1: only two games that we're going to see. I think that. you're it's, right. Uh, St- I think you're right. Christmas Day, Lakers, and yep. then uh, Wednesday against the Nuggets.
0: Yeah, so just a couple games uh, coming up here, and then we'll do another show. We'll talk about that. Hopefully we can attend a game soon. I want to review some food with you. Oh yeah, we got to get that well, going. We're going
1: to one in January at the very yes, least. Yes, yes. So. If,
0: if if not before, then we'll be at it's uh, we'll Portland. Be at, I'm yeah. going to wear a
1: Northwestern thing and Boozak Collins.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll be at a game soon. Um, if you get
1: any cool wolves Christmas presents, tweet at us. Send us photos. We gotta see them. We will tweet out a photo of our family wearing uh, Christmas jerseys. I all just jerseys. jerseys on Christmas Day. <laughs> so yeah, if you get any cool wolves swag or anything basketball cool, you know, as a gift, just tweet it at us. We love seeing your happy, you know, times and your happy gifts.
0: Thank you, everybody, for listening to our show this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. See you then. You know, you can't say enough about, you know, the way Jimmy closes out. Just one big play after the next, big shots, you know, getting drawn to foul again, uh, making the right plays, uh, tremendous.
1: Is that just what he does? That's
0: who he is. That's Jimmy Butler.